Hey, everybody. Welcome once again to yet another episode of Two Noobs Talking. It is episode 102. To my left is my good buddy, John Tracy. To my right is my good buddy, Steve Murray. I am in the middle. I'm Matt Craig. We're all happy to have you with us. John, how you doing, man? How's that homemade Gatorade you're having? Is that right? Pretty good. Pretty good? Yeah? Not choking on the lemon or anything of that sort, right? That's a trick. Uh, only before recording. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Steve, how... Can we put up as his name, Lemon Choker? There you go. Yes. Lemon Choker. Excellent. My God, there you go. Excellent. Um, Steve, how are you doing, sir? Um, uh, I, I'd like to take this opportunity to offer my services to NASA. Mm. Um, they need to They seem to be having some trouble getting Artemis up off the ground. Mm-hmm. You know, I, my the fuel pod design on my rocket is is far superior. Won't leak. Mm. Uh, the only catch is you can't tease a launch and then not follow through. Yep. Because <laughs> it's the pressure. The pressure starts to build in the fuel pods. Oh gosh! Fortunately, I I put a color changing scheme on there. So when they the pressure increases, they turn blue. Nice. Yep. So you know that they need to be uh, relieved. Oh, good Lord Almighty! <laughs> and I do, I do. Just a side note to that: it's been it's been um, tested over and over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. So Steve is pretty confident on how this works. I was just going to say, yeah, I would think so. So, so on a side moving note, moving on to uh, the non uh, <laughs> non PG, moving let, on to the PG version let, of the program. Let me ask you guys a question. Speaking of PG, yeah. what does Yoda and Miss Piggy have in common? Hmm. They're both puppets. No, well, they, they, they are. They, they are. Yeah. <laughs> they are. They were voiced Yoda, by the Yoda. same. Go ahead. Yoda's they were voiced by the puppet. same person. Really? Really? Yes. That's shocking. Mm-hmm. Who uh, was? That's not so shocking. No, it's Frank Oz, right? Yep. Yep. Frank Oz did. Yep. How about that? Little known I, fact. I, I, God. I had to I had to double check that a couple times. I read it and I was like, I don't know if that's right. Like I, something's got to be wrong here. No, it's true. That's cra- that's crazy. Now wow. that I think about it, mm-hmm. that makes sense actually. Man, the more that's... the more I thought about it throughout the day, I was like, man, and uncanny how they sound alike but completely not. Just that's like, wild. <laughs> that's wild. You know the um, you know the Tostinos commercial where the guy keeps like stepping away at the wrong time and coming back. He's like, oh, mm-hmm. I missed it. Mm-hmm. Somehow I found out that's Eugene Levy's son, and now I can't like wow unsee it because it's I'm, I'm totally scared. clear that that is, is <laughs> that's <laughs> wild. Oh my gosh, that's wild. Jeez, oh my gosh. Well, I, I mean, from my side, the bat wing is fixed, guys. I was able to complete Yay. it uh, on Friday, and I'll throw it up on screen. What the heck? It looks great. And now it's entirely now too much time mounting. on your hands. Yeah. Now, oh, <laughs> Now I the, told you last week, you get a screw. screw got to get it in there. Yeah. So make find, sure you hit a stud. That, okay. Any other any other suggestions before? Uh, well, if you don't hit a stud, you need a drywall anchor. Okay. And then on top of that. If you don't know where a stud is, a use Phillips. a stud finder. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Maybe Phillips we'll, head drill bit. There you go. Yep. You know, quarter inch Steve screw. will be over. Steve will be over next week. He'll hang it for you. 
Maybe I mean, you see all the crap I had to hang in my basement. <laughs> I know. You would it. think after a while, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. That's hilarious. Oh, my gosh. Well, gents, okay, moving on. Why don't we just dive right into topic one? And um, <laughs> since we control yourself over there, good Lord almighty. <laughs> um, since we're having so much difficulty with our electric power grid, why don't we talk about smart thermostats <laughs> while we're at yes. it uh, for topic number one? Mm. Headline from SlashGear.com, the terrifying downside to smart thermostats. You've heard all of these smart thermostats. I like when Best Buy, when it was here in King of Prussia, they had all kinds of neat gadgets here that was all smart this, smart that, especially with the thermostat. You could control it remotely. You could control it anywhere on your phone, all that kind of stuff. Um, I think my, my favorite part of that hmm. was they call it the geofencing. So it would detect when your phone comes within like a mile of your house. So it'll turn on your air conditioning before you get home. Wow. That's creepy, but it's <laughs> a little bit, a little bit. Wow. Um, but how about this, guys? Um, from the article, using a thermostat can be a real lifesaver during a heat wave. Even if the outside feels like it's on fire, you can stay comfortable in your own home without risking overheating. Or so most of us tend to think. You see, a whopping 22,000 people in Colorado recently found themselves locked out of their thermostats and stuck with temperatures reaching as high as 88 degrees Fahrenheit in the middle of a massive heat wave in Colorado. I'm this sorry. caused a huge social go- media uproar. Go ahead, Steve. Can we go back for a second? Of Did course. you say with a smart thermostat? Mm-hmm. You can sit in the cool when it's mm-hmm. blazing hot out. Mm-hmm. I can do that with a regular thermostat. <laughs> yeah. The ones with the buttons yeah. and stuff, yeah. Yeah, they were, they were yeah. similar. Yeah. To well, the smart even ones. the dials. <laughs> yeah, you would think there would be something you could just do it like this, or you just press like an up or down button. You know, it wouldn't be that difficult yeah. to I, do. I do not have Auto a smart on. thermostat, and I sit very comfortably. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I haven't really this... had a problem. I live in the desert, and I'm fine. <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> this unexpected breakdown, first reported on by uh, news channel Eyeball News 7 in Denver, affected thousands of customers in the XL Energy uh, company on August 30th mm-hmm. this very year. When someone tried to adjust the temperatures, they found that they were unable to do so. Among those frustrated was this one person who said, it's 90 out, and it was right during the peak period. It was hot, end quote. Really? As balls? Yeah, it was probably hot (laughs) as balls. Such temperatures certainly... I love it. Such temperatures certainly call for some tweaks on the thermostat, but when the customer apparently tried to do just that, he found that the temperature was locked due to an energy emergency. Dun, dun, dun. Uh-oh. So apparently, um, this customer and these 22,000 other people signed on for a, I guess you could say, a, I, I don't want to call it a pilot program, but it was basically a, an AC rewards program out there in Colorado. Where <laughs> that's what they called it? That's what they yeah, called it. Like the that. Colorado yeah, yeah. AC <laughs> rewards program. <laughs> Who volu- now get this, Steve, who voluntarily agreed I know, can you imagine? Voluntarily agreed to give up some control of their thermostats in order to save energy and money. Customers were to receive a one yeah, one time one hundred dollar worth 
of credit and then $25 annually for as long as they are enrolled. I don't think your many AC rewards program is yeah. Your AC rewards program is we reward you by taking away your we, AC. See, exactly. <laughs> my question is, does that come with any points? And how many points do I get for like maybe getting a stupid shirt? That's my question. But guys, the clincher, Oof. the clincher in all of this, and then I'll I'll toss it over to John for his reaction because this is great. Emmett <laughs> Romine. This. Apologies if I'm mispronouncing your ridiculous last name, this, this, uh, Mr. Romine. This guy. No apology necessary. <laughs> no apology necessary. <laughs> Vice President of Customer Solutions and Innovations at Excel Energy, guys, <laughs> said this. You ready? Quote, it's a voluntary program. Let's remember that this is something that the customers choose to be a part of based on the incentives. <laughs> it helps everybody for people to participate in these programs it's a bit uncomfortable for a short period of time but it's very very helpful john your immediate reaction to this lunatic i, I and uh, like i was telling you guys before we got on i read it just like that this morning and i had to reread it because i was like is that a little bit too pretentious um oh my gosh a, it shows you how pretentious this company is because the CEO didn't even touch on this. He said mm-hmm. he sent the seventeenth guy down on the totem pole that probably sits on the left in the in the air controlled environment where he doesn't have to mm-hmm. deal with bullshit like this. Send mm-hmm. him out. He doesn't he has, have a smart thermostat. Yes. No. And he no. has no media experience, obviously, because <laughs> twenty twenty two thousand people were affected by this, and he said that. So obviously, the dude. Yeah skipped his media class in college so pretty much <laughs> um i'm it's it, it's amazing here however it seems that many customers were unaware of the fact that they might be fully locked out of their thermostats the energy emergency was caused by an unexpected outage in pueblo colorado that took place on top of the extremely heat weather and increased air conditioner usage in colorado during that time so okay my question again with regards to this program guys mm-hmm. is where's the fine print like if you're going to sign up for something like this don't you have to read all the way straight down to like see yeah, but okay does. wait a minute but no one does right i mean that's probably number does. one yeah and no, it's it's because it's, what they do is promote oh, the we're gonna give you a hundred dollars yeah give a yeah. hundred dollars oh done <laughs> yeah exactly well you well you, but you never see it article you ahead, read in ahead, one Johnny. part of the article, it said that it was going to be it, it was they were only going to be inconvenienced every so often is what they were told. Mm-hmm. But the fine mm-hmm. print was I will turn you off whenever the hell we want. Um mm-hmm. So like I could yeah. see I could see signing up for oh okay, so it's a, people people like to help. This is how these companies mm-hmm. get you. People like to help. Like, oh, I don't mind. You know, I'm at work all day. If it's, a, you know what I mean? If it's a problem where it's, you know, up to 80 degrees when I'm at work, there's no forethinking when that, you know, when this stuff comes. It's the slime balls in the company that make this shit up that mm-hmm. make it so slimy that this is the outcome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Um, the Verge.com guys, just continuing on here, Americans are facing growing power interruptions compared to the past, in part because of more extreme weather. See, now that I disagree with. I think there's probably more energy on demand because people are using it more because of high efficiency. I think that's the problem that we've got going on there. Um, 
2020 was well, a record year for power, and there's power outages MacBooks in the U.S. <laughs> in each house. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. At the end of the day, you're right. Um, such programs are... Um, oh, yeah, well, anyway, uh, rewinding here a little bit in the article. Punishing summer heat in Texas last year triggered a similar backlash from residents when utilities set customer smart thermostats to higher temperatures to limit power demand. Such programs are part of a strategy called demand response that's supposed to help power grids become more resilient to extreme weather events that are becoming more frequent and severe as global temperatures rise. I I don't don't see how that, I don't see that, how that helps. Yeah. I mean, I read even somewhere that really, I think it's only with the electric cars. That's a subject we talked about last week, gents, you know, Mm -hmm. with everything, with all the shit that you got to pull up out of the ground. It literally only saves the environment point zero 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 one percent. Wall Street Journal mm-hmm. had an article in regard to that, an opinion piece on that. So mm-hmm. again, what are we really saving? You know, at the end of the day, with all this electricity that we're trying to generate here, it doesn't. I, I'm not. I'm. I, I'm having a hard time following, and especially when it comes to the heat of this. Like we're affecting people that are elderly, and it's like they need to be cooled off. At the end of the day, they really do. Um, well, and it also it also doesn't work that way if they're shutting them off, because mm-hmm. if they're if they're keeping them, because the thermostat is controlling parts mm-hmm. of the unit, the unit still is drawing power at some. It's not like it doesn't completely shut off, put itself in a box, walk away, and wait mm-hmm. for it to you know. Oh, you need me again, and it unboxes itself again. Like there's still. I could see that it's maybe saving a little bit of electricity because it's got to turn on and it, and then the motor goes on and then the motor goes off. But mm-hmm. if it keeps getting hotter to cool it back down when you give them control of the thermostat, it's going to run mm-hmm. constantly till it gets back down the temperature. Isn't that how mm-hmm. they're designed? That actually, <laughs> that's going to be – that was my question mm-hmm. is I'd love to know, you know, ordinarily – so you set – I set my thermostat to 72. Mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So when it gets, I don't know, some threshold above 72, let's say 72.9, the air Mm -hmm. conditioner kicks on, boom, runs for 10 minutes, shuts off. Mm -hmm. Yep. Okay. You're going to, now you're going to tell me my thermostat uh, can't work. You don't want my air conditioner running for some period of time. Mm -hmm. My house now gets up to, let's, didn't the one say it got up to like 88 Mm -hmm. or something like that? 88. Mm -hmm. And I think 90 was another one. Yeah. Okay, so my house goes up to 88. Now it's going to run, as John said, constantly, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, for like an hour just to bring it back down to where I wanted it to begin with. Mm-hmm. Did that really save energy? I, I have a hard did, time believing it's that. It's minimal. I mean, you maybe could mm-hmm. argue that the startup every 10 minutes might use more electricity than it continuously running. But, I mean, we're not we're not talking any amount that that makes a difference yeah it's a very small amount of difference mm-hmm. yeah I, I think location may have something to do with that too i know for my place my house or the condo building faces southwest so i get i get pretty brutal it gets pretty brutal in here when it's you know if i don't have the air conditioner mm-hmm. on and i but it's also like 950 square so it, i don't have it like set down to 72 that'd be crazy for me that was mm-hmm. way too cold I have it at 75, but it's perfect. It's a good size amount. I'm the only <laughs> one here. So it, it really also depends on, I guess, the number of people. Steve, you, I mean, you have a family of four. 
So that makes sense. You have 72. You don't want it at 75. That'd be way too well, hot for your house. That's for sure. We have, well, you have to also consider the location of the thermostat. Yep. Yep. You know, so it says 72 at the thermostat. That doesn't mean it's yep. 72 everywhere mm-hmm. on the thousand square feet of my second floor. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Like it could be 72 by the thermostat, but it might be 74, 75 mm-hmm. in the bedroom. Mm-hmm. And. You know, so to keep it comfortable everywhere, I said it to seventy-two. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, we have to yeah. we have to do seventy-three because the unit is near the two the the two areas, the one I'm in and the room next to and the hallway. But our bedroom, mm-hmm. it's like if it's not on, it's a hundred degrees in that bedroom because <laughs> it just because yeah. it has to go all the way. You know, it runs weirdly because of you know being in a, it's got a weird apartment. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But the idea that this is all controlled by a smart thermostat, gents, I mean, this is exactly what... Hell no. Kind of... Hell Mm-mm. no. Mm-mm. Yeah, I understand the convenience of it, about but... this? Go yeah. Ahead. Go ahead, Steve. Didn't we talk about this before, like smart locks and yeah. your doors and stuff? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, I really don't want other people to be messing with the shit in my house. Oh, dude, that, we like, talked that... about the ring, yeah, the ring camera that said spooky things to people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and anything that is electronically controlled, just think that is a target for somebody to go in and to hack shut it off, and yep. to shut it off, yep. and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, isn't that how that pipeline know, got uh, taken out? Mm-hmm. Something along those lines. But I mean, yeah, the pipeline. You kind of also have to think about this. <laughs> kind of also have to think about this with all the talk about electric cars and how wonderful they're going to be for the environment. Guess who's exactly going to get shut off if there's if and when maybe when there's another pandemic guess whose car's getting shut off you're not going anywhere there pal you know at the end of the day so that might happen i'm not you know saying i gotta return my tesla (laughs) especially with a gold yeah that'll be the day yeah exactly (laughs) all right gents topic number two and uh well, this one is very, very cool, and maybe the start of making America normal again, guys. Uh, I'm moving on. I'm going to call it the MANA movement. How about that? Make America normal yes. again. That's what I'm going to deem it as here on Two News. Patrick New York um, is going to be the leader. <laughs> My wife is going to hate that. <laughs> New York subway now has a "you do you" mask policy. Getting a Bronx cheer. Um, and I'm going to go throw this sign up here on screen. It's a, um, metropolitan transportation authority sign where basically you got the sign that says masks are encouraged, but optional. Let's respect each other's choices. Absolutely love this. Um, yes, yes, you do you. And yes, I absolutely love that going from left to right there on screen. It's just fantastic guy with the mask guy with a chin strap underneath guy with over his nose okay and then that's my favorite someone completely massive. that's yeah exactly <laughs> i want to try and pull that one off um but i love it they're basically announcing to, uh, beginning today which is written september 8th uh masks are encouraged mm-hmm. but optional um the mta won praise during the pandemic for using clear positive language to educate transit drivers about staying safe uh but that changed in a new york minute when people saw the signs MTA used to explain the new policy. So they're basically just going through the whole thing there. And, of course, there's mm-hmm. backlash, gents. Uh, of, course. of course. 
They okay. couldn't say that the MTA signs explaining New York's mad new mask optional policy for transit riders undermines earlier messages and puts people at risk. So there you go. So you have to have. So I think that's going to be my so new was, voice for people that are annoying. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say I motioned to make that your voice when yeah. we have a pretentious a hole <laughs> saying something. I'll second that so motion. That, Why not? So that Colorado, the Colorado temperature guy that has the weird job that has corner office has no media training, is also yeah. in charge of the critics for the new <laughs> <laughs> New York. Interesting. Sounds sounds about right. Yeah, exactly. He's a um, man of many hats. Oh, I love this. We have, epi- we have an I love this. Dr. Eric Fennelding, an epidemiologist, <laughs> replying to <laughs> replied to MTA's treat about the change said this, gents. Quote Whoever designed your poster right now. <laughs> whoever designed your poster should be fired. It's public endangerment and mask misinformation. End quote. Um, critics of the new policies p- puts the immunocompromised people at risk, gents. They maintain it's tailorly to drop masking mandates, noting that Omicron and BA4 and BA5 subvariants recently spared by the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. Ha! Huh. To urge people you. to get new boosters. So, okay, enough of the funny voices. But, uh, gents, yes. uh, let's talk MTA. Um, Making America not, normal again, critics. right? <laughs> They're not critics, right? We're loving the MTA, even though it's New York. Steve, what do you think about all of this? This is this is very encouraging, right? At the end of the day, this is how this is how the world should work. Like mm-hmm. it, you make your decision, and everybody else leave you the hell alone. Now, you know we're we're making fun of Findle Dinger or whatever his, his name is. <laughs> For, you know, oh, well, you should all be wearing masks. But it goes the other way, too. The people who are like, oh, take your mask off. You're stupid. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. it's they the, want to wear yeah. a mask. Who cares? Let them. Yeah. Let who them. Cares? Yes. Yeah. If you don't want to wear a mask, don't wear a mask. Who cares? Let them. Yeah. You know, yes. it's <laughs> it's that simple. It's that simple. Yeah. Johnny, I, I applaud. I applaud the MTA for kind of, you know, understanding that. Mm-hmm. Everybody yeah. be comfortable the way you want to be. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think it's 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 an encouragement in the fact that it's promoting something that's saying like, okay, if you if you feel if you're in immunocompromised, still wear that mask. If you feel like it's safe, go for it. Yeah. No judgment. Sure. Likewise, if right. you're perfectly healthy, there's no need for you to put the mask on. Toss it. You know, you don't need it anymore at that point. I think that's really, really encouraging in that regard. Um, Johnny, similar thoughts, I would imagine, right from you? Oh, I mean, absolutely. I want I want to see this all over the country. This this should be the message coming out of the White House. This should be the message coming out of the CDC. This should be mm-hmm. the message. This should mm-hmm. be we're at a point. We've talked about it over and over again to not beat uh, Omicron or Omicrizzy or whatever the hell you want to call it today mm-hmm. to death. But we're at a point where everybody has enough information to make their own decisions. We don't need mm-hmm. bureaucrats to tell us what to do now. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows what's going on. That's mm-hmm. this should be this should be a nationwide program for transit, for schools, mm-hmm. for uh, the federal buildings. Everywhere there was a mass mandate, this should be the new photo in front of that mass mandate because this is yeah. where we should be at. This is the right yeah, place. The, to be. Exactly. The, I, I'm encouraged by the uh, the Democratic candidate for governor of PA, 
Josh mm-hmm. Shapiro mm-hmm. actually, I think, has the right idea. You know, mm-hmm. he came out and said, look, Wolf took it too far with mm-hmm. the what he did. He sure did. And he said, the, I think the better way to do it would have been to provide education mm-hmm. to the populace mm-hmm. about things that can be done rather than shutting everybody down. Mm-hmm. And so maybe if people are finally coming to their senses. It's like, look, provide the information that's necessary to keep yourself healthy and then make mm-hmm. your decisions. Bingo. You know, yeah. We don't again, need to, to shut everybody down. To piggyback off your point, Steve, you're exactly right. With Wolf, the whole thing that really got him in trouble was the fact that he just signed off an emergency authorization to shut everything down for 90 days. And it was just whenever that 90 days came up, well, we got to do it again. And then another 90 days mm-hmm. rolled by, and then he did it again. So, th- But there was nothing being shared from the governor's office to say, this is the reason why mm-hmm. I'm doing it again. That was his problem. And then you basically had the Republicans were kind of just like, look at, we can't work with this guy. We have to now mm-hmm. put this in front of the people in the form of a state amended constant amendment to the state constitution saying you've got 21 days. We have to reconvene after 21 days. Then we'll see if we need to have another uh, mandate. John, and I talked about that. I think it was last year. Oh yeah. Yeah. And that was, that mm-hmm. was huge. That was like, and that passed. Um, I think it well, was in like one of the state elections. I think the off, off election. in yes, 21. That, yes. that, That's yep. the exact problem was he was saying, mm-hmm. shut everything down. Don't go places. Instead yeah. of, here's what is going on. Here's the most up-to-date medical information we have. Yes. Mm-hmm. And this is how you can protect yourself. And, mm-hmm. you know, this is the things that you need to understand. No, it was just no, 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 no. Mm-hmm. That was all it was. Yeah. And really, the country, uh, when you look at it from a, from the entire United States, the caseloads are definitely down. I think it was like 70,000. You're still getting people that are sick, but they're getting over it very, very quickly very quickly the death rate is still very low which is very encouraging and the hospital uh, mm-hmm. admissions are lower so again it's ebbs and flows with any virus more than anything else john any final thoughts the, before we move on but also to, don't be don't be shocked by by critics when when you see progression like this the critics they they still have the same agenda they still have the mm-hmm. they still have the vaccine agenda they still have the shutdown agenda they still have the that, that's what they're in business for. This was a power grab, mm-hmm. especially in New York. I definitely know. And, and Pennsylvania, too, it was a power grab. Everybody grabbed as much mm-hmm. power as they could. And the people turned against them, which is good because mm-hmm. you definitely want them to. You want to turn against people that go for power grabs. And to, uh, to yeah. Steve's point with Shapiro, he's making a lot of sense. A lot more sense yeah. coming out of that race than the other people involved. So yeah, good on him to actually be speaking sense. Yeah, and that's the thing. I think um, I know for a fact there's been like a couple of people that are just like, yeah, he's probably the more normalized candidate candidate mm-hmm. that's out there um, in regards to that. Seems so, to be not an endorsement, <laughs> but yeah, it seems to be. Yeah, right, right. But the the MTA they're making sense too, so that's good. yeah, was, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Hopefully that I, translates into SEPTA too for Philly down the road. Uh, I don't know that's, I mean, SEPTA, I haven't ridden it in a while, but I mean, once Biden's transportation mm-hmm. mandate was struck down, they immediately yeah. withdrew, uh, yeah. you know, yeah. all of their requirements. All their requirements. Um, so I, you know, as far as I know, they're operating 
semi-normally yeah. at this point. Standard operating uh, procedure. But the, the thing about the MTA is they are actively, you know, they're saying we encourage masking, but, you know, let's yes. leave everybody alone to make their own choice. Don't be harassing people for no good reason, whether yeah. they're masking or not. Absolutely. Yes. Make, a nor- make America normal again, baby. Mana, let's go for it. All right, gentlemen. Well, here we go with topic three. And uh, again, Steve, are you all right over there? Okay, no, I'm kidding. Um, topic three, guys, all three of us, of course, have listened to Nirvana, getting ready for hockey games, of course, back in the day. Um, if you didn't, you were crazy, but they were huge they were news. for a minute. Yeah, they were, they were <laughs> pretty, they're still pretty good. Um, grunge band Nirvana has won a controversial lawsuit. Brought by Spencer Eldon, who appeared naked on the cover of the 1991 album Nevermind as a baby, and later claimed that the photo amounted to child pornography. But in L.A. on Friday, U.S. District Judge Fernando Alglin, sorry if I'm mispronouncing that name, I probably did, ruled that Eldon waited too long to file the suit and cited a 10-year statute of limitations according to Rolling Stone. It was first filed in August of 2021, with the defendants motioning in December to dismiss it. We have a legal authority here, of course, on 2News, Mr. Steve Murray. Steve, your legal analysis of said case. Go for it. Um, well, let me ask you, gentlemen, first. Do you know what a statute of limitations is? Do I need to explain yes. that? Yes. Uh, I think that's pretty Yes, I need to explain that, or yes, you know? <laughs> no, I think it's pretty... I think most people... Explain it, because maybe someone who's listening might not know what it means. Yeah, fair mm-hmm. enough. Fair enough. So a statute of limitations is for almost any kind of legal action. Uh, you have a certain amount of time uh, within which to bring your lawsuit. Um, the idea is the longer you wait, the more likely it is that evidence is going to be lost. Memories are going to fade, things like that. Uh, so they want you to bring it as soon as practically possible. Now, there are exceptions. You know, so if you if you don't know you've been injured, um, which can happen in like contract cases, for example, mm-hmm. like you, somebody breached a contract, you don't know that you're losing money. Um, the, the statute will start running or the, the time limit will start running for when you first discover your injury, as long as it was reasonable. Mm-hmm. Um, but so <clears throat> it turns out, I guess, under this particular child pornography law that this guy was suing under, you had 10 years to bring your claim. Uh, and he blew it. Uh, yeah. Now, from what I gathered reading the opinion, it seems like the argument he made was that every time Nirvana sells a copy of Nevermind mm-hmm. with his baby picture on it, that was a new instance, a new injury uh, for which he gets another 10 years. Mm. That can work in some cases, but mm-hmm. um, I think he really hurt himself by really profiting from this uh, mm-hmm. for a lot of his life. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yes. I believe the article says he went around, uh, you know, letting people know he was their Nirvana baby and, baby and making some money off of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think considering uh, the legal point of statute of limitations, I don't think a judge is going to approve of you profiting and then turning around and deciding that now it's child pornography. Cause I guess mm. you can't make money off it anymore. Mm-hmm. 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 
Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's interesting too. Here, I, I just find this really funny. Um, Eldon's initial suit cited loss of enjoyment of life. Those are in quotes. <laughs> wow, <laughs> emotional distress and diminished and diminished earning capacity. The court had rejected that argument and said it would allow Eldon to sue Nirvana time and time again, with Friday's ruling blocking any additional filing. So basically, it's a shut case at this point. I think uh, I think that could be a legitimate claim for someone who is truly a victim of child pornography. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, um, I'm mm-hmm. sure there's there would be absolutely trauma and and suffering and earning potential and embarrassment mm-hmm. and all of that kind of stuff. Oh, I, I think that would be legitimate. Yep. In a real case. Yeah. This is yes. not a real case. This is not a real case at no. all. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. I mean, it was clear, even in the article, too, um, John, it's like he was interviewed in Rolling Stone in 2003 mm-hmm. about the album mm-hmm. cover, and Eldon basically mm-hmm. just mentioned, yeah, I'm probably going to make some money from it, end quote. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, he knew. He knew um, of what was going on. But, I mean, that is a that's a – probably one of the more recognizable covers album covers ever in the history of music really of any sort of band that i can remember i mean maybe a metallica master puppets that's another one um that comes to mind pink floyd um mm-hmm. being another um you know i, I, I mean yep. trying to think of like uh, maybe not necessarily of, of this of this of a controversial state guys but what would be some of you like your favorite album covers Back in the day, mm. John, I'll go to you first with that. Mm. That comes to mind. Favorite album covers? That's an that's a very interesting question. Yeah, one of what the my favorite because of the artist slash band is uh, Corn's uh, third album. Follow the oh, leader okay. with the cart- with yeah. the cartoons, and when you opened. You had the front cover with the cartoons and the and the and mm-hmm. thing, and then you opened it up, and it continued. The kids continued all the mm-hmm. way down the cliff. That's that one. Like I always think of that one as as a cool. Mm. Uh, it was Todd McFarlane who did that. Oh, okay, nice. Of uh, um, of other of other fames of Spawn and other things that he has done in his life. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, Steve, same question. Any any favorite like album covers that you remember like off the top of your head that you liked or i'm a i'm a huge fan of uh iron maiden's album covers there you go they have uh their mascot eddie appears yes. on every single one. Oh, really he okay. is always he's always like manipulated and and um dressed according to the theme of the album so very cool uh they they always do really cool stuff with their album covers. that's really cool yeah, I think for me, I would probably say another one that's kind of like maybe a little under the radar was when Metallica combined uh, with the uh, San Francisco Symphony Orchestra, S&M. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he's had the band with the orchestra in front of him. And that was a really cool visual, uh, kind of on a widescreen picture shot or whatever. Um, but, yeah, I thought that very was always cool. really cool. Very understated. Yeah. But, yeah, this is a very interesting case. Um, now fully closed. No pun intended, I guess. But yeah, <laughs> jeez, wow. Let's hope. Uh, let's hope just... nowadays he doesn't appear on anything with, you know, fully naked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, he did. He recreated. I understand. He recreated the album cover. For oh something. no! I'm like for the 25th that. anniversary. <laughs> oh yeah, my right? god! Uh, th- oh. This guy. This guy qualifies for our douche of the week segment. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Um, yeah. 
definitely. You know, yeah. He probably, yeah, it's a, it's a money he, you know, he, he turned, he turned, you know, 18 or whatever and was, was making money. Hey, I'm the Nirvana album, baby. Yeah. Uh, I was the Nevermind baby. You know, give me money. I'll make an appearance. And, and he got his 15 minutes of fame and that 15 minutes dried up and nobody gives a shit anymore that he was the baby because now he's old. Yeah. And, yeah now he's 107. Because that's how And so now he's like, oh, it's child pornography. I, uh, I, I yes. don't think... That's child pornography. I mean, yeah. For actual- it would not have been my choice for album cover, but mm-hmm. I, I don't think that meets the criteria. Yeah. No. No. Yeah, exactly. and, and for people that actually, you know, have that kind of trauma in life, that like this douche needs to just sh- sit down and shut up. Like, yeah. yeah. It's. That's a very serious charge. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Absolutely. Right yeah. yeah, that's something that I would rather. I'd rather the judge who oversaw this actually putting people behind bars, not having dismissed this case. Like, yeah. talk about <laughs> talk about you know clogging up the justice system with idiots. Like, he's one of them. Yeah, and so, I'll tell you something about statute of limitations decisions. Mm. If a judge thinks you have a legitimate cause of action, mm-hmm. they will try their hardest. To find a way around the statute and give you the benefit of the doubt, mm. and it's pretty clear this judge was not buying what yeah. the students said. Yeah, and so yeah, he's like, exa- you know what? Exactly. Get out of here! <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Well, it's topic four, but wait a minute. Some things have Steve changed. has different shirt. I've got different shirt on. John's got different shirt. What the heck? I don't John's know what happened here. Face on. Yeah, it's <laughs> Tom. Did you like did a he did a quick shave? I guess with the mustache, right? I mean, at the end of the day, I was That's tired crazy. of 103 episodes in a row. Yeah, exactly. Well, <sighs> sometimes you know when you go through recordings, um, sometimes you do have a little bit of a technical difficulty here and there. So this is a great little take two, I guess you could call it in the in the podcasting world from three noobs, you know, in that regard. So. Bring you a little quote special edition here, but a tackle on edition to episode 102. Steve, you've got a great topic for for us. So why don't you go ahead and take it, man? What do you have for us? Thank you. So you it's uh, football season has started, and uh, we've uh, three of us participate in a. Well, we all participate in one league. I think John participates in others as well. But mm-hmm. uh, so we all do Probably the fantasy I'm football. we all do the fantasy football we had our fantasy draft a couple weeks ago um but i wanted to do i had heard i think it was tyrone's radio show um they did like a food draft so i wanted to do something cool with like a fantasy draft and i thought well we're all you know semi-movie buffs so why don't we do a movie draft where we have a, a roster quote unquote that uh we fill out as producers of a movie um, and we do it draft style, so we can't all pick the same director. We can't all pick the same lead actor, and uh, see how that goes. Love um, it. The the rosters we're gonna have are you're gonna pick a director, a lead actor, mm-hmm. a lead actress, a villain, a sidekick who can be a sidekick for the villain or the leads, whoever you want. Um, mm-hmm. And a wise old person, because every good movie has to have a wise old person yeah. to dish out. Gotta Plus. love it. Love it. Um, but to make it even more interesting, we are going to uh, randomly select genres for each of our films. 
There you oh. go. I've got I've got seven of them in a hat. My good old temple hat. Love it. Uh, I've got drama, or also known as Oscar bait. Okay. Action adventure. Romantic comedy, which would be gold if somebody were to get it. <laughs> given given that we're three dudes. Yeah. Uh, horror. Okay. Sci-fi. Comedy. And then John had me throw in animated for some weird reason. So we've, we've got animated in the hat. Okay. Uh, we did pick draft order. It's going to be a snake draft. So John got the number one overall pick. Matt has second. I have third. And then the second round, it reverses. So I get the first pick in the second round. Go back to John. Love uh, it. We'll do that for six rounds to fill out our rosters and let's see how it goes. Let's do it. But so John's genre will be the drum roll. Oh, he gets he gets the horror. Oh, oh okay. Nice okay. All right. That should be good. Yeah. Horror movie. Yeah. All right, Matt. Oh, I got it here. <laughs> oh no! You get, the, you get the tough one. You get animated. Oh, nice. <laughs> it, it could be anything. Yeah, 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 really perfect. All right. It's all voices, basically. It's all voices, (laughs) but you know what? Since it's animated, you probably ought to gear it for children. We'll make it a challenge. That's a good one, yeah. Probably good. good, good, And then, uh, yeah, there you go. And for me, I've just pulled out Action Adventure. Oh, there you go. That's right up your alley. That is right up my alley. Wow. All right, cool. All right. All right. So... John, to kick it all off, the number one. Oh wait, uh, we yeah, we were gonna do one more thing. Yes. And John made this brilliant suggestion that uh, we have to we have to give a brief synopsis of what our movie's plot is going to be before Ooh, we start boy. drafting our players hmm. because that'll make it even more uh, fun. Hmm. So or John's got the first pick. He's got to go first. <laughs> or or yes. so so mine is a horror movie. So yeah. my villain, mm. who is yet to be named, is basically <laughs> very slowly killing all the people that I am I am I am picking to be the lead. Okay. The lead. The lead. They're all gonna die, and they're all gonna die the same way. They're gonna be suffocated by a pumpkin. So he carves <laughs> pumpkins out and suffocates them. Beauty. Oh my so, gosh. The leading man, female, sidekick, wise old person, all on the same team. Villain, only guy. So. Death by pumpkin. We, I love it. Yes, when we pick suffocated these. Suffocated with. Pick these, yeah. He, Can so I we, just ask, how, how do so you suffocate someone with a pumpkin? So uh-huh. he carves them out, not fully, uh, but he opens them up, shoves them on your head until you're dead. Because eventually <laughs> you're going to lose. You're going to not be able to breathe, right? <laughs> I would be gonna true. have like a quick seal around the neck to you know make sure mm-hmm. the air stays. I don't know. Yeah, he, he uses <laughs> uh, he, he uses uh, cellophane with it. Ah, okay, all right, <laughs> yeah. that makes sense. That makes sense. Matt, I'm a little what? scared because John has this well thought out apparently. Uh, yeah, oh my gosh, yeah. <laughs> so now, uh, all right, what's, how's your that. animated movie? <laughs> yeah, so sure you did. <laughs> I, okay, so I'm thinking. Gosh, this is really hard because you could go in either any direction with anime. You could yes. go like anime, and you could go like your Pixar route. 
I think this one's going to be a Pixar movie. And I think this is going to be a classic sports animated movie. So basically, it's like you've got your good guys and you got your bad guys. And it's a cool. typical kind of like I would say it's like in the in the theme of like um, Space Jam. But not cartoony, <laughs> kind of more on the Pixar type okay. of thing. I think that's what nice. I'm okay. going to go nice. for. Are so we, you got your villain talking... team. Yeah, go ahead. Is it humanoids or are we going to do like creatures or toys or what? I think it's going to be. I mean, it's animated, a... so you can do whatever you want. I know exactly what it's going to be. It's a rock. It's a takeoff oh. of Rocket League. That um, it's a and that, okay. that's a great. Uh, um, a video game where basically all you're doing is driving cars and you're bound there's like a soccer ball and all you're doing is bouncing the ball off to ricochet awesome. it into the goal so that is you know the characters are going to be cars and stuff like there's going to be a sidekick okay. nice you know and there, there's going to be a villain team so that's what it's going to be it's like i guess you could say it's matt's version of rocket league i guess it would be the uh well the it also sounds like matt's version of cars if you start drafting owen yeah. wilson and um <laughs> What's this, Larry the Cable Guy? Larry the Cable I'm gonna Guy. I'm going to get a little worried. Yeah, exactly. Hopefully I won't go nice. there, but yeah. yeah. Oh, which reminds me of one of the rules I forgot to mention is you have to pick people who are current. Mm. Um, you can't not dead. dead actors, so you can't yeah, have no Marlon dead. Brando. Got it. Um, you have to, you, and if you pick, say, Michael Keaton, you don't get Beetlejuice 88 Michael Keaton. You get today's Michael Keaton. Got it. Got it. Um, so that's that's a that's a, a firm rule we also have to apply to the rosters. Right. Nice. Awesome. Nice. 2022. All right. So I guess it's my turn, right? For you. Uh, yeah. Yes. What do you got? Action adventure. Uh, you know what? Let's go. This is going to be like Die Hard at an amusement park. Nice. <laughs> I'm going to have I'm going to have fights taking place on roller coasters and steering uh not steering wheels uh ferris wheels getting dislodged and rolling down the boardwalk and uh nice explosions galore here the villain the villain (laughs) (laughs) the villain uh he's got some kind of i don't know he's got a bio weapon he's going to release at the amusement park and they've got to stop him before the um before the timer runs out nice yeah Yeah, that's the ticket that's the ticket exactly (laughs) <laughs> and, and we and we're gonna have the climax is gonna be on one of those like drop uh you know the the thing where you go all the way up and then they drop you down nice one of those oh yeah okay. That, yeah just cause, okay just because nice. i want to see them fighting each other while they're going like this <laughs> <laughs> all right Love so it. without okay. further ado john number one pick and you can pick any <laughs> fill any roster spot you want with any pick yep we don't yep. have to go in any order all right what do you got, Johnny? So I'm going to go with the leading man. First person I want to see All killed. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Your lead actor is the first one to die? What the hell? <laughs> no, just first person I want to see. He, he's last oh, to oh, die, oh. but he's he's in the top of the ones that I want to see die. So we right, go well, you've Jim. already spoiled your plot. Yes. But... yes. Yep. Jim Carrey is my leading man. <laughs> nice. Is this oh a God, horror comedy like Shaun of the Dead? or uh... <laughs> No, it's just Jim Carrey getting murdered. <laughs> right. Jim, well, Jim Carrey has had some serious roles in the past. so I guess Oh, this my gosh. Oh, Fair enough. So funny. All right, um, Matt. Yeah, this one. 
So I need a, a really good lead actor to voice, you know, my my car movie here, my animated car movie. Okay. Um, Owen so Wilson. I, I, <laughs> no, not Owen Wilson. <laughs> I think my lead actor, hmm, it's going to be Daniel Craig. Why not? Ooh. Yeah, got to be a little interesting. Bond okay. Yeah. Okay. Is now is he going to stick with his normal voice, or is he going to do like an American accent? I think he will stick with his normal voice, which means he'll be the James okay. Bond of the movie. Yeah, that'll gotcha. be great. Okay, yeah. there you go. Because I, I saw him in a movie called uh, Road to Perdition with Tom Hanks. Yeah, and Paul Newman, mm-hmm. and he was he was like a Chicago kind of gangster. Yeah. And it was really weird hearing him talk like that. There wasn't <laughs> bizarre. Very Doesn't strange. sound right. Exactly. No, no, not at all. Uh, all right. Um, what do you got, Steve? I'm going to start with the sidekick just because I want to make sure I nab this guy before anyone for else. It. Yep. Because I love him as a sidekick. He's hilarious. I'm going Kevin Hart. Nice. Oh, look at that. Cool. All right. And on the rebound, what do you got? Oh, right. I keep forgetting. Yeah. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm hoping I'm, I can screw John. My wise old person is Morgan Freeman. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Morgan Freeman is God. You bastard. No, that's who I wanted. My wise old man. That's I who did. actually I wanted. Um, just because I think for me the villain, um, okay, and only just because this weekend I threw in Batman '89 and wow, what a great movie! I got to go Jack as my villain. I have to go Jack. Mm, Jack Nicholson. as the evil car. As the, the evil, evil car. car. That's awesome. <laughs> exactly. Uh, what game are they playing? Are they Rocket play League. Soccer. Rocket League. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So it's like yeah. So he'll be the uh, the captain. So of it's the villain car team. soccer. Exactly. Car soccer. Okay. It's car soccer. Yeah. Oh, so he's that. So he's a player. Okay. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Okay. Or it could be a coach. I, I haven't decided yet. Yeah, I was gonna I say, like at, at Jack's <laughs> age, you could you could have him be like the coach. There you oh, go. Absolutely. Exactly. The evil Love coach, it. like the dude from uh, Mighty Ducks Two in Iceland. <laughs> there you go. That guy was such an ass. That's right. <laughs> absolutely. Exactly. All right, John. Your next pick. So the lead female of my film is Angelina okay. Jolie. <laughs> There you go. There you go. Okay. And the the rebound pick is my favorite human probably in movies ever. But as my wise old person, because I just checked and he's still alive, Mel Brooks will be my wise old person. Look at nice. that. Look at <laughs> that. Oh, man. Wow. I love me some Mel Brooks. So. One, once again, though, <laughs> dude, you got Jim Carrey and Mel Brooks in a horror movie. Are you sure we're not setting up a, a comp? That's awesome, Johnny. All, all, they're, Mel doing Brooks is, was... all they're doing is Go dying. Ahead. They could easily act that. <laughs> Mel Brooks has... Mel Brooks is the grandpa vampire in the Hotel Transylvania series. Oh, he's great, by the way. Yeah. Yes. Oh, my he gosh. Is. If you get a yeah, chance that's to check just that one out. Of he's awesome. It, yeah. One of the great movies, Young Frankenstein, or Frankenstein. Oh, yeah. That's oh, yeah. one of the all-time Absolutely. greats. Yeah. Frau Blucher. <laughs> <laughs> all, right, all right, so Matt, you're up. 
Yeah, for me, I'm going to go sidekick. Um, I'm going to go Steve okay. Buscemi. I think I just nice. love the guy. I loved him in Armageddon. He was, I, and I call him the every man's actor, every man's like normal guy's actor. He's just terrific. I think he would just add so much to the movie. So yeah, Buscemi. He was, sure. uh, he was in the Monsters Inc. movies. Perfect as the as the uh, he was a bad guy. Um, mm-hmm. uh, oh, he's the lizard. He was a weird... Yeah, the cha- yeah, the change color. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, he did a great job with that. He, he great he's, cool. he's good for animated stuff. Great scene in Love that it. movie is when when he gets beat. It was like she calls his name out he goes into a door that's like supposed to be like a trailer park she says there's an alligator in there and she's hitting him with a she's hitting him with a bat and he keeps changing colors that's (laughs) (laughs) every time he gets hit he he like turns into something else i love it oh my gosh i love it he was such a bad guy in that movie (laughs) all right it comes to me now let's see uh action adventure mm. i need let me fill the director here mm-hmm. okay um and i know mm. matt wants me to go michael bay but i'm not gonna yeah, i know you're not gonna go there though. <laughs> yeah i am i'm not a huge i'm not a huge michael bay the, the south park roasted him pretty good when they 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 bring the directors in to like figure out a plot to overcome the terrorists mm. and he's like He's like, and then we got a, we got a thing explodes, go, and then just like, and then, and like that, those are just explosions. That's not a plot. Love. All right, I'm gonna go Ridley Scott. Ooh. Oh, there you go. There you go. Oh, I Gladiator, love that. Alien. Yeah, I think he could make it work. He I'm could going, definitely make it work. I love it. Yeah, he did a great job with Gladiator. I thought that was just... You know, and I think there is going to be a second one. I think there's always been rumors of a second one coming. (sighs) That sounds like a bad idea. But, mm, yeah. What makes the first one so great is, you know, we could go on forever with that. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. What a great great movie. Um, hmm. All right, on the rebound here. uh, I need a good villain. Unfortunately, Hans Gruber passed long ago. Mm. So, Alan Rickman is not cannot be chosen. No, damn. Um, wow, this is tough. All right, l- let me go lead actor. Okay. Uh, uh, whew, this is tough too. I'm having a real mm. tough time with this because I need I need somebody who's kind of young and has the chops to be you know to have a nuclear weapon star. in a uh, in a uh, amusement park right exactly and to <laughs> yeah. endure fights on roller coasters and shit. yes so, there you go oh my god um and i guess i need the same thing out of a lead actress too mm. Mm. uh all right i'm gonna go villain okay uh and i'm gonna go because I think this guy is born to be a villain. Um, Idris Elba. Oh, okay. yeah. <laughs> he was freaking terrifying in the Jungle Book. As Shere oh, there you go. <laughs> okay. He was. And even even in Zootopia, as like the chief 
whatever water buffalo or whatever he was he was still scary as hell like he, this is a i know you don't like these movies steve but he he starred in hobbs and shaw which is like a fast and furious like it's not a spinoff but it's part of the fast and furious mm-hmm. universe he was the villain in hobbs and shaw and he did a great job with that oh was he, he really was off oh, okay. the, yeah he was yeah. like he was like like this cyborg superman kind of guy and i mean he played it really hilariously it was great really funny I mean, he He's really he's actually too. been rumored. He's been rumored as like, you know, who's the next Bond going to be? He's like a a leading oh, choice to come. I think he would be perfect but for that. I know. think I think like like John said with Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp can't be Batman. Johnny Depp would have to be the villain. I think yeah, the same he totally thing has to be the villain. He's, yeah, he's yeah, he's totally, totally got to be the bad guy because he's yeah. he's so good at it. Yeah, he is. Yeah, no All doubt. All right, so that. Matt, back to you. All right, yeah, I would think lead actress for me. I, I mean, I have a crush on this on this actress. I have to admit, Anne Hathaway. Uh, with Daniel Craig, I think. <laughs> so yeah, there you go. That's funny. There's a lot of people who absolutely despise her. <laughs> I don't get it. I mean, she was great as Catwoman in The Dark Knight Rises. I don't, I, you know. I... Well, Maybe she's it's not a... Michelle Pfeiffer. But... She's not. No, <laughs> that's, that's that, she's not. No, that's true. But I don't know. I like her. So there you go. And it's my movie, damn it. All right. So there you go. <laughs> exactly. All right. <laughs> All right, John, back to you. You got a director, a villain, and a sidekick slot to fill out. Yes. So my villain is going to be Johnny Depp. Huh? All right. Wow. Because what other okay. guy could I think of to kill people with pumpkins? <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Oh my god! And by the way, my favorite right. my favorite Johnny Depp movie of all time is Secret Window. So he he was kind of <laughs> oh, there. You go. Okay. Oh yeah. Nice. Spoiler alert! Spoiler yes. alert! Yes, that Flash is. I set up on the screen, Matt. Spoiler alert! One Spoiler of my alert. favorite. No doubt. That's my favorite movie. He was ever. I thought he did a phenomenal job in that movie. And the other guy, I can't remember his name, uh, who played was one of the only characters that played. They were phenomenal mm. together. They were literally oh, phenomenal. That's fantastic. Together. That's awesome. All right, John. What else you got? You got a director or sidekick still yeah. left? Well, since it's a oh, horror movie. Fifth round. It's a horror mm-hmm. movie. I'm going to have to go Rob Zombie. <laughs> oh, there you go for the director. Yeah. <laughs> oh. I thought you were going to go John Carpenter for a second. But I was thinking. I was thinking sense. to go... I was thinking to go like old school, but I was like, who does all the new school horror? That's Rob Zombie. I'll take him. I like him. So I hate his music. <laughs> yeah. but I like him. There you go. All right. So for me, all right, Matt, I, I have to go for the wise old man. I mean, come on, Christopher Lloyd, man. In a car movie? Oh yeah! <laughs> there you go. Are you kidding me? There you come go. on. Yeah. yeah. There you go. <laughs> nice. And especially in an in an animated car movie. Are you kidding me, Marty? One point twenty one gigawatts. <laughs> Can we please have a DeLorean as one of the characters? Oh, okay. he has to be the DeLorean. Yeah, he's got to be in it. Yes, it's got to be in it. Yeah, he has to be. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, he's yes. got to be the voice of the DeLorean. It would be perfect. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Oh, that's great. All right. Oh, man. What do you got, Sheesh. Steve? Lead actor, lead actress. Oh, man. This is this is hard, I think. This is really hard. Um, yeah. You know, Arnold's just too old. 
you know, the, the old guard. Mm-hmm. You know, Arnold's too old. Stallone's mm-hmm. too old. Bruce Willis yeah. is, is too old. Mm. Even though it's Die Hard 7 or whatever I'm making here. Um, uh, the same thing. I need, a, I need a good like lead actress who can mm-hmm. take the physical... One Crap. one thought I had was I don't know what your thoughts are on Jason Statham. Other oh, bald. I don't know if you've seen any of his movies, but <laughs> I see. You know what? I've seen him in the Meg because my son loves mm-hmm. the Meg because he loves Michael on Sharks. Yeah. So I saw him. He's. Yeah. I want someone who can act though. Yeah, <laughs> he's, uh, he's flat out the other bald guy. That's <laughs> what he is. Yeah, he does cut a ton <laughs> and I love The Rock, but he he's still just too hammy as a yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, I agree. So oh, I can't. Yeah. I, I, I've already got Kevin Hart as the sidekick. I can't put <laughs> yeah. those two together again. It, but, no, by the way, they were great in Super yeah. Pets. Oh, they no, they were phenomenal. They were, yeah. yeah, But if Jim Carrey didn't exist, uh, The Rock would have been the first one to die in my movie. So <laughs> <laughs> he just made it out because Jim Carrey exists. Uh, I love it. I love it. Oh boy. Um, all right, this is a this is a cop out, but I, I'll go I'll go Wonder Woman for lead actress. Okay, there you go. The dog. There yeah. you go. She was in the military in Israel, man. She can handle it. Absolutely, she can handle yeah. a roller coaster fight. I uh, believe which that just she leaves me with lead actor. Oh, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, no doubt. Totally believable. No doubt. Totally believable. She could kick. She could kick most people's ass. Yep. Um. Huh. All right. So lead actor that leads me with. Mm-hmm. Damn. I'm just I'm running through like all the recent movies in my head, just trying to. Think. <laughs> <laughs> he's not tough enough. He's not tough enough. He's not tough enough. He's not tough enough. He's not tough yeah, enough. I, uh, <laughs> and I'm not doing Tom Cruise. I'm not. I'm not no, going no. there. No. Um. Mm. He's more on the drama side, to be honest with you. He's not really a well. Action. Mission Impossible. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Uh, oh man, I could have gone. Crap, I could have gone. Uh, Rebecca Ferguson for lead actress. Then she would have been good, but too late. Mm. I already picked out. Um, I'm not going Ben Affleck. That's for damn sure. Yeah. yeah no. <laughs> um, yeah, he was good as Batman. I liked him as Batman. Yeah, I didn't. He's, hate he's the first. He's the first actually like muscular Batman we've yeah. ever had. You no, know? I agree. I agree. It true. wasn't. It wasn't the suit with muscles. It was yes. you know actually muscle. I, I'm guessing no one Robert Patterson or Patterson or whatever his name was. On I, you know what I saw him Robert. in the Batman and, and I thought he did okay, but he's okay. not. I he's not no the action guy for me now. This is. This is so hmm. hard. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to go. I don't want to go Superman. I already copped out on Wonder Woman, so mm-hmm. I, I can't go. Yeah, Superman. I can't go Henry. Cavill. Russell Crowe is too old. Oh, Love me man. some Russell Crowe though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> what about ten, fifteen years ago? I totally would have yep. taken Russell. Oh yeah, Crow. absolutely. Um, damn, especially pairing with Ridley Scott, and I. I don't want to go Chris Pine because that would make my wife too happy. <laughs> <laughs> Chris Evans, maybe? No, he's a Marvel guy, and I'm not. Yeah, you're not a big Marvel guy. Okay. No. 
And I'll take all the no. heat on this. I hate Captain America. Like, the whole time. Oh! <laughs> so, Johnny, so, I'll just take heat. So anybody who, anybody who plays Captain America, I don't like. Oh, Sean, I'm kind of with you there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm kind of with you on that Unbelievable. one. Unbelievable. Not feeling guys... it. Not feeling Captain America. Unreal. Unbelievable. All right. I, I guess I'm just going to have to. I'm running out of time. I got to make a pick. Um, <laughs> oh, no. It's Arnold. <laughs> it's Arnie. It's got to be Arnold. Yeah, you got to fill him in. And, and look, look, look. And with Kevin Hart as, as his sidekick, yep. Arnie can do comedy. So yep. Yep. screw it. I'm going Arnie. I think if Arnold gets work. Idris Elba, that's a pretty good one, too. Right Hell there. yeah. So, I mean, that's Hell pretty yeah. good. Yeah, that's still pretty is it good. Be, so, is, yeah. it gonna be, Absolutely. is it going to be twins, too, but Kevin Hart's going to be the Danny DeVito character? <laughs> <laughs> oh, maybe. Maybe. So this one's Maybe. this one's yeah. hard for me, guys, with the director, because I'm I'm kind of like back and forth. Okay, I need an animated, mm-hmm. you know, someone that's done mm-hmm. an animated director. So I I actually did look it up. Cars okay. in 2006 was directed by John Lasseter. So I am going with John Lasseter because I did nice. like that. Okay. I did like yes. Cars the movie. Oh, it was, was a great. Hell of a movie. I, I yeah. love the whole story. Yeah. He directed it very well. So I'm going to go yes. with, with him. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna throw out there. You could have done Tim Burton. Tim Burton has done animation. <laughs> yes, oh, he that's has. true. Yeah, that's true. Probably better than Pixar. <laughs> you know, and well, now he does. Look at he it, does the old school like stop animation yeah. kind of. You can change it if you would like. You know cool. what? Executive decision. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Yes. You guys have <laughs> convinced me. Tim Burton. Because I'm looking go. at the roster. You, you guys are right on the money. I got Steve Buscemi in the in the thing. I got Chris Lloyd. Oh hell yeah! For crying out loud, yeah. and they have shot. Oh yeah! So they've all oh, yeah. worked with. You've got you've got all kinds of oddballs. You need to. Oh heck yeah! Absolutely. He literally yeah. he literally has a method actor written all over the studio. <laughs> totally agree. Yeah, nice. The only thing missing from your film is Johnny Depp. So. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's, That's right. He's too busy killing people with pumpkins. Yes, yes, yes. We do. <laughs> All right, so you got to fill out. You got a sidekick here to fill in, John. Yes, and just for the cheap pop, I'm going Burt Ward because he's still alive. Nice, <laughs> nice. Is he really? Yes. Nice. Wow. He's Love 77 it. years old, and for people who do a not know, wow. he, he was Robin in '66. Yeah. <laughs> so. Love it. That's awesome. wow. Appeared alongside Holy Jim Carrey uh, and yes. getting murdered by Johnny Depp. Yes. That's awesome. <laughs> well, so is he... He's this Jim Carrey's sidekick? Is that... Yes. yes. Is that how you're going? Okay. Yeah. I, I am convinced this is a horror comedy movie. <laughs> Although Rob Zombie I'm, is a director. I, it's yeah. a very it's a very comedy horror... It, it, the horror movie part is everybody gets murdered with pumpkins. But yes, there is yeah. some kind of funny to it and all that. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. If you've ever seen, if you've ever seen a Rob Zombie movie, there is some yes. kind of sick, twisted humor. Yeah, to he's a there. bizarre human being. I've seen him. I, I've seen a couple of his movies, but I've seen him live in concert. He's just as weird in real life, like performing music as he is when he tracks. The dude is his oh stages are gosh. crazy. Too funny! Like, wow, oh I don't gosh. know. That. Wow. I don't All know right, this so, man. Yeah. All right. So last thing we got to do is the. For each person's movie, yep. we're going to name it. Mm. Yes. It's going to be the other two who name it for them. 
Mm. As, right. as we're gonna first? we're gonna add our names as executive producers. Nice. Love it. Who's Love first? It to each other's <laughs> film. All right, so we'll go John's first. Okay. Mm. A horror film directed by Rob Zombie, starring Jim Carrey and Angelina Jolie, with Burt Ward, Johnny Mel Depp Brooks. as the killer, and Mel Brooks as your wise old man. I mean, I'm thinking The Pumpkin Murderer, but, I, I mean, that would be too obvious for Rob Zombie movie, I would think. So, right. Pumpkin mm. Head is already taken. Yeah, it's already taken. Mm. Uh, <laughs> hmm. Uh... Wait, wasn't there wasn't there a movie um, uh, where it's like this something about the strangling? Because I'm thinking like the Pumpkin Strangler or something like. I like the Pumpkin that. Strangler that Diaries. Like yeah, that, that would work. Diary sounds good because you know Johnny Depp would take the time to write. <laughs> oh yeah, he's dead. It's fine. I can I can tell you all about I him. Smothered him. I smothered him. Take care of I that. smothered him with a pumpkin again. And you know he oh would, my gosh. would totally tell the story over and over again. All right, the pumpkin Love strangler it. diaries. We got there it. There we go. Love there it. we right. go. Matt's. We got Anyway, Tim we... Burton directing yes. Daniel Craig and Ed Hathaway as your car is playing it's soccer. Ro- it's rocket against League. Jack Nicholson. So rocket why? League. So why not Rocket mm. League, Pixar's version of Rocket League? What, what could we call it? Car Rocket League. Car Rocket League. <laughs> well, yeah. no, it's all, Rocket League is already cars, isn't it? Yeah. It yeah. is, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, what could it be? Hmm. It's got to be like a bad app take takeoff of Rocket League. Like, there has to be an app out there that's like, it's like missile organization or something. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's not quite Rocket League. Yeah. Or it could be Rocket League the movie. I mean, <laughs> it might have to be. Okay. Right? I think we're talking Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Rocket the League, unlicensed the Rocket League movie. Yeah, there you go. Exactly. Yeah. There Starring you go. Jack. I love it. And Christopher. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Jack is the lead. Yeah, exactly. Jack is definitely have, wait, the lead. Have Jack, have Jack and Christopher Lloyd ever been in the same movie together? I feel like they were once. That's t- They would have to have been in their career. That's a great question. I would think like, that they would have at least collaborated once. They had to be once. on the set together. Yeah. They yeah. had to be on the set together. Yeah. I mean, those two have just been... Jack absolutely gets the the first billing because he's Jack Nicholson and he probably demands it. Absolutely. And he's going to want 20% of your gross, too, Matt. Oh, Oh, no question about it. Yeah. Well, he'll definitely pull (laughs) that. Come on. All right. So now you 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 got to name my action adventure directed by Ridley Scott. Yeah. Featuring Arnie and Gal Gadot battering Idris Elba with the help of Kevin Hart is helping Arnie, obviously. Yes. Because he's old. And... and, (laughs) Right. And with special yeah. advice from Morgan Freeman. Freeman. I'm thinking... I feel an, I'm feeling an assassination. I feel like some sort of like secret assassins type of thing going on here. Okay, so I'm not what sure about Ernie would secret, be... A... What about secret assassins at Six Flags? Because we need the we need the, the prime... Like, because you know, like, they do everything at Six Flags. Like, it could be anything at Six Flags. So it'll be the secret assassins at Six Flags. Six Flags. And then, you know, see if you'll get that extra money from Six Flags from the from the product placement there you go. of all their stupid roller coasters that they have. <laughs> and I just figured out Morgan Freeman is like, is the 
an old retired Ferris wheel operator. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> and they like, and he, <laughs> he, he helps Arnie and like, you know, Literally. He's, like, he's like, yeah, all life is like a, a Ferris wheel. It goes around. You need a scene <laughs> like in Rudy when Rudy tries to quit and the groundskeeper stops him. Like Love it. And they do like an Love epic it. scene like that where Morgan Freeman just dresses down Arnie. Like, you got to do it this way. You have to battle him on the roller coaster. <laughs> Choice. It would be great. It would be absolutely great. That's awesome. Gal Gadot is like, it. if you just let me handle it, it'll be over in five minutes. Yeah, I, could, <laughs> I could kill this man, but this guy keeps talking. Exactly. Oh, my gosh. It's funny. All right. We well, that was it. good. I love it. I think that was awesome. That was fun. Yeah, it was yeah. really cool. Thanks, Steve. All right. Great. Yes. Well, I guess that also ends episode 102 of Two Noobs Talking, guys. I know this is kind of, you know, not necessarily what we had planned, but we got through it, thank goodness. And, um, yeah, it's always been able to, it's been great to be able to sit and chat with you about the news of the day. John, where can people find us out there on the social world? We social pop up here on, uh, on Facebook, Instagram, uh, Twitter, uh, TikTok, Clapper. Short little videos that put us to our... That's our main YouTube channel, Two Noobs Talking. Like, share, subscribe, and get notified when our episodes drop. They are scheduled Wednesday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. On the audio side, Steve, where can people listen to us, man? I'm sorry I wasn't listening. <laughs> oh, but if people wanted to listen, they could listen to us on Podbean. It spreads us out. Like tentacles on an octopus of Idris Elba that we must kill. <laughs> but they, uh, Podbean puts us out to like uh, other places like Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, if they, uh, you know, get our logo right. Um, bastards. Mm. Um, but also, you could find us on Pandora. You could find us on Amazon Music. You can find us uh, iHeartRadio, Glenn. Yes, let's slip that one. Absolutely. And uh, Spurtify. Spurtify is always. Yes. Uh, and we're also newly to Samsung, but we don't know what that means. Oh, there you go. <laughs> but we will figure it out, hopefully, by episode yes. 103. Hopefully, we will figure yes. that out. But until then, guys, uh, it's been great. And until next week, talk to you all guys then. Take care. <laughs>